to discuss the real issues affecting Australia and New Zealand, this is Trad Tasman Talk, jointly produced by the Unshackled.net and the Mr. Berry, Mr. Berry Show. Now, here are Tim Wilms and Stephen Berry, live from Melbourne. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's uh, very late edition of Trad Tasman Talk. It is Friday, the 1st of April, 2022. I'm Tim Wilms, Editor-in-Chief of The Unshackled, here in Melbourne, where it is 20 past seven. And I'm Stephen Berry, uh, columnist for the bfd.co.nz, and technologically retarded. Um, I would like to hope it's worth the wait, but I guess you already know what you're getting. It wasn't a, a part of an April Fool's Day joke to start the. We we're already starting the the show an hour later. We did for for warn our audience that we we're going to be an hour late, but maybe not an extra. And I was the April Fool's joke. <laughs> you're the what is that? The fool on the hill. Those are meant to stop by midday, I think. But I think it's more convincing if you do one afterwards. I, it's always perplexed me that uh, you can't have a joke after midday. Then it's not really April Fool's Day. It's a, it's April half. It's a, April Fool half day. Then it's only for twelve hours. Of course, what the other thing that happens on April Fool's Day as well is that the Labor New Zealand Labor government. Um, implements all its benefit increases and minimum wage increases and all the stupid crap they do every year on the 1st of April. So the the, the fool then is the, the taxpayer uh, because obviously it's nothing is, is for free. Uh, it, it's all either it's either comes from the taxpayer or it's just robbed through inflation, which is going to be the focus of our show tonight. There hasn't been too much happening in New Zealand, but obviously a lot in Australia with the, the federal budget and the federal election going to be called every day now. Yeah, and I'm actually quite excited about um, Australia's federal budget. Um, and I'm afraid it's not because... Uh, suddenly they became libertarians overnight and I had all my dreams come true. Um, but what I really like about it, as opposed to New Zealand, is that um, this is when I enter the second financial year I've been living in Australia, I would have gotten budget handouts two years out of two. And in New Zealand, a married gay white man uh, who's never gone to university, doesn't have children, never used welfare. I never get anything out of any New Zealand government budget, uh, budgets. So thanks, Australia. Pity about the deficit spending. Uh, well, you're probably uh, channeling their former uh, Liberal Democrat senator in Australia, David Linehelm, who's who said, uh, I think in a budget, he, one of his budget replies, uh, uh, spare a thought for the childless uh, because uh, David Linehelm, uh, with his uh, wife, uh, doesn't have children. They have cats like you do. <laughs> it makes it sound so sad, but it's actually so wonderful. They're so low maintenance. 
except for when they jump on the bed and then sprint off down the hallway at about 2 a.m. Well, I'm allergic to cats, so yeah, they're they're, they're very uh, high maintenance on my uh, allergies. Uh, but of course, any no, any you just failed evolution. Any allergies you have these days are uh, automatically uh, classified as uh, COVID symptoms. <laughs> and, even though we're what is it uh, one? Well, we're one month into autumn. Uh, we're already talking about uh, winter is coming uh, when it comes to on the COVID front. This is uh, the Australian Health uh, uh, Protection and Prevention Committee, which has all the state uh, ch chief health officers and the Commonwealth chief medical officers. So uh, this, this is sort of like... Uh, uh, their version of a of a budget, their sort of uh, winter winter forecast <laughs> estimate. Yes, uh, winter is coming definitely. What is it? There's the the new Game of Thrones uh, spin off. Uh, uh, what is it? House of Dragons coming up as well. Uh, so oh, well, the yeah, I better the, watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, the the focus in the. Uh, in the living with COVID-19 phase D of the national plan, uh, it's going to be this winter focused on maintaining strong delivery of uh, services, including health and social services and supporting business uh, continually while protecting those most at risk of uh, severe uh, illness. So these challenges require the least restrictive public health and social uh, measures. So they're gonna try and uh, avoid cancelling non-urgent elective surgery, which all elective... Probably all, urgent all, now. Yeah, all, uh, all... It's 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 one of those... Uh, what is that? Uh, new, uh, new speak, uh, double speak, Orwellian terms, because uh, it might be non-urgent, uh, but uh, you can still be in a lot of lot of pain. Like it's not it's not a boob job. Like when people think of elective surgery, they think of boob jobs, but it's no, not. No, if you have size double E breasts, it's a lot of pain. Uh, so support populations at risk of severe illness, such as older people, those with chronic chronic disease and those who are immunosuppressed, maintain social and business continue continuity, uh, including the essential uh, delivery of essential goods and services, because yes, uh, all humans need to uh, eat. Um, I know that uh, the, the World Economic Forum is uh, is uh, keen uh, for for uh, the bugs to be added to the the food supply and uh, Bill Gates who uh, who founded the the Windows operating system which malfunctioned for you wants to transition us to synthetic uh, beef. Oh, I I look forward to that when when it becomes um, uh, market priced. Uh, the fourth clause on here is quite interesting. Um, they're basically saying that Aborigines and Torres Strait Islander people or BIPOC people, Black and Indigenous people of colour, um, have a higher risk of disease transmission. Yes, they've said that uh, all the way through. And the, the fourth uh, winter dose, uh, so for non-Indigenous uh, and Torres Strait Islander, well, what's the new term? First Nations people, that's the, the new politically correct term. 
Uh, Despite if, the fact there was no nation, it was just uh, tribes. Yeah, so for non-First Nations Australians, to use that terminology, over 65s are recommended to get a fourth uh, winter uh, dose, uh, but it's over 50 for uh, First Nations uh, people. So there, uh, so it's a different age bracket uh, depending on, well, for one race. Well, I remember in the 2017 election, there was a debate which had the Māori Party in it, and they're claiming that um, an age of 65, never mind an increase to 67 for superannuation, discriminates against Māori because uh, their life expectancy is apparently less than 65. It's actually nonsense. It's now up to 72, which is about eight years behind Europeans, so things are actually getting better for Māori, but Maybe it's not relevant to you. Oh, well, it's the same sort of a, we have the same sort of uh, paternalistic uh, white man's burden, white man's saviour complex when it comes to uh, Indigenous uh, health here. That, uh, and this is, this has been basically the, uh, the modus operandi for the past uh, pa- uh, past uh, uh, two years is is that uh, we need all of these uh, police state measures uh, because it's part of public health to uh, protect uh, indigenous uh, people. So, yeah, but the all figures those... are still terrible. The figures are still appalling. Well, I'm only what talking about in regards to uh, and we saw that on display with uh, Michael Gunner's uh, a, a Indigenous uh, zone uh, lockdowns. Well, in fact, he uh, transferred uh, positive and close contact uh, cases during the, the Northern Territory, what does it say, pre-phase uh, uh, D, uh, C&D outbreaks, transferred them to the, the, the Howard Springs uh, quarantine camps. Oh, Wow. How is, because uh, uh, New, New Zealand still has, uh, they, they call theirs uh, managed uh, MIQ, managed isolation quarantine. That's still, is that still in use uh, for anyone? Uh, that is on the way this out this month is my belief. Um, so like Australia, which now has several empty isolation hotels, which are being paid for by the taxpayer, um, I suspect New Zealand will go very similar for unvaccinated travellers. Um, happy to be corrected on that because they're only just about to be permitted into the country anyway. Yes, uh, Australia, well, re- returning Australian residents and citizens are uh, allowed back in even if they're not vaccinated, but they have to do seven days in the, well, there's, what is it, Mickleham in uh, Victoria. And there's Wellcamp in uh, Queensland, and there's uh, Bullsbrook in in Western Australia, as well as Howard Springs in the Northern Territory. Um, so, but these have changed from the previous format, haven't they? To isolation, as opposed to yeah, the the, the reason yeah, yeah the, the reason why uh, these uh, quarant- quarantine camps were were built, uh, it it was back in the 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 COVID zero, sorry, uh, suppression 
uh, fame uh, because uh, hotel quarantine kept leaking. And so the uh, solution was, a, the, well, the, the, the final solution to uh, try and keep uh, a, a COVID out, uh, out of the, the country was to have these dedicated uh, facilities uh, because, what is that, Howard Springs was called uh, the, the gold standard uh, quarantine facility. So it was based on uh, Howard Springs. In, in Ch uh, communist uh, China, uh, they're still going for, sorry, not COVID zero, but uh, suppression. Uh, Shanghai's been shut down, hasn't it? Yes, and uh, they've run out of uh, isolation facilities for positive cases. And so they're just now seizing apartment towers uh, that have been freshly built. And I, I saw uh, some of the uh, they've converted like warehouses into isolation facilities, but there's no like there's no dedicated rooms. So you have all of these people like just in these like beds next to each other. It's it's yeah yeah it's um it's a bit like um a rescue area for people from a hurricane but the hurricane is the government oh well, that's what they're now promoting the uh the quarantine camps to be that if there's a, a natural disaster then you can house people uh temporarily uh, there though it hasn't been utilized in the uh, the southeast Queensland uh, floods and northern northern New South Wales' uh, Lismore has just been flooded for a second time this week. Uh, there's uh, heavy rains uh, predicted again for Victoria and New South Wales uh, next week. Uh, but Wellcamp is like way out of the the, the southeast Queensland uh, uh, well population centre. It's like three hours away. So if you're fleeing from a flood. Uh, like probably the path to World Camp is probably going to be flooded as well. Yeah, tough situation for them there. It's um, well, I guess global warming's not really a concern now, is it? Of course, they're going to say it's climate change, but I noticed that uh, the uh, the the climate left—they're not that interested in Lismore being flooded for a second time uh, in a month. Uh, I, th I think their their eyes have also been on the the Canberra bubble this week uh, with the uh, the the Morrison uh, bribe budget and uh, Elbow's uh, reply, which he it was more just saying our focus is going to be on uh, aged care and uh, we've got a a, a plan to. Uh, to ease the the cost of living uh, permanently, because this is this is now the the new crisis, the the, the cost well, of living pressures. Are they just going to ban new technologies from the country? Because that will bring the cost of living down very quickly, as uh, as will the desire to live any longer. Ban new technologies from Australia. What do you mean? Well, maybe I just put the bill at the borders up on technological improvements. Uh, not being able to buy an iPhone will probably uh, reduce the cost of living. But will you want to live anymore? I, I know governments are stupid, but I I don't think they're that stupid enough to to block the the importation of uh, iPhones. So what is that? Uh, uh, so, some there there will be. Uh, Let's just more... call that an att uh, a failed attempt at a joke, shall we? Just in case anyone actually thought I thought that. Uh, 
Was that an attempted April Fool's Day joke? <laughs> I saw that uh, the the XYZ they had uh, an attempt an April Fool's Day joke, uh, but uh, I don't know is this uh, this particularly humorous? Breaking Russia nukes Ukraine. In breaking news, Russia news agency RT reported that several military targets within Ukraine have been struck with tactical nuclear weapons. And uh, well, they don't have any credibility in the first place. In a brief statement, American President Joe Biden stated that given the nature of the attack, NATO has no option but to respond in kind. He also reassured Americans that he would refrain from using strategic weapons unless provoked. Uh, the simulation video below suggests how the scenario is likely to play out over the coming hours. Oh no, this wasn't the the XYZ didn't didn't do this. No. It's someone else's. This is all the nuclear warheads uh going all throughout the world. We're safe. No, oh, yeah, we're sweet as for about two days. Our deaths will be much slower and longer. Well, the the the, the military deal that uh, the Solomon Islands uh, has has with uh, well is uh, well that's been drafted with communist China is going to be signed, which even uh, CCP uh, sympathetic uh, New Zealand is uh, alarmed about and. Well, I doubt they're going to get uh, nuclear missiles to the the Solomon Islands in uh, <laughs> the the next uh, week or so, uh, but that could be a possibility. I made the point on my Tim's last night uh, that uh, yeah, it was a red line for uh, the US uh, in 1962 for Soviet missiles to be in Cuba, but <laughs> Australia is like, yeah, we don't like it. Uh, it's very bad. Don't sign it, but <laughs> no consequences. Maybe Biden will think he's back in 1962 when it happens. Well, he was uh, what is it uh, in his uh, what in his just turned 20 in 62. Yeah, he, he got into politics in the early 1970s. Yeah, I think uh, Scomo needs to uh, take our defence policy uh, back to the the April Sun uh, in Cuba. That would be a wise idea since his, that's his favourite uh, ukulele song. Mm, mm. But yes, there was a, what is that, a, a increased uh, uh, spend on uh, defence in the, the federal uh, budget. Uh, but as we know, just throwing money at a problem doesn't lead to anything. And in fact, what oh, is Oh, no, that? it works in defence. It works in defence only. <laughs> Well, the cancelled French submarine program could cost sure. uh, taxpayers over five uh, five billion, and this and this is the thing because the reason why this uh, French submarine uh, deal was done in I think it was announced around uh, 2016 uh, when 
Malcolm Turnbull was uh, Prime Minister and uh, it was basically designed to save Christopher Pine, the then Defence Industry Minister and then came uh, became Defence Minister, his seat in, in South Australia. And this is why, this is again the cost of politics that, and also because Australia has had uh, a nuclear energy has been such the, 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 the boogeyman uh, for, for so many years. And so the plan was to actually uh, remove the nuclear technology from these submarines in France and have them diesel because nuclear, you know, bad. There could be some sort of, you know, diesel. remember, you know, Chernobyl's back in the news. Uh, you've got to be, what is that, uh, on constant well, alarm. actually uh, doing a great job of um, giving Russian soldiers radiation poisoning in some parts. Yeah. They're, 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 well, uh, this is according to the Western media. It's going so badly. The, the, the Russian operation uh, that they've reverted to uh, Soviet-era uh, nuclear accidents. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of, um, well, I, I'm opposed to the sanctions on Russia because it's only hurting New Zealand and Australia more than it's hurting yeah. Russia, that's for sure. Um, I, yeah, I tend to be a bit of a non-interventionist when it comes to military matters, um, though I think Ukraine is one of those situations where perhaps an exception should be made in the same way um, exceptions were made for Poland in World War II. Why? That's uh, across the, the other side of the world. I mean, forget Scott Morrison giving a, a $25 million extra tip uh, to Ukraine after Vladimir Zelensky addressed the parliament. How about uh, giving that money in the form of uh, some checkbook diplomacy, some local foreign aid bribes? Because Or just are... cut my taxes further. Oh, yes. Uh, tax cuts are always good uh, if uh, the, the budget can afford it because a mm. national uh, debt uh, costs... Uh, you, the taxpayer, more uh, overall. Uh, so we've had this uh, bribe uh, budget with these with these more one-off uh, tax offset uh, payments and the six-month cut in the fuel excise of 50% is going to go back up after the election. Uh, oh, I but... hope they cut the public transport costs like New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> um... um... Yeah, so, I mean, me and my partner will get $3,000 out of that. I might actually buy a replacement iPhone. It'll be good for the economy. Uh, but if you have a look at the the actual, uh, you can look at the, the, the budget papers yourself on the, the budget.gov.au uh, 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 website uh, where it's got the, Goes through all of the all, all of the the different uh, uh, economic figures. Now, a a nation's uh, economic economic policies are made up of 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 two different parts. So, a, a budget with tax and spend is fiscal policy, 
And then there's the Reserve Bank with monetary policy, which uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia has kept interest rates at record low of 0.1%, and that's just going to fuel uh, cost of living increases. I presume the Reserve Bank is independent in Australia as well? Uh, yes, it is, uh, which I'm not necessarily, like, I don't think it's that uh, that, uh, that good to have an independent reserve bank. Well, because... you haven't lived under Muldoon then. Oh, uh, yes. You uh, couldn't even name a, the... Um... Pretty, pretty much a national socialist, like, uh, uh, basically took over the whole economy by the end of his reign in uh, 84. Yeah. New Zealand was a, a full, basically, national socialist state. It was. Um, it probably even still had... Well, it did have the racism because um, there were those riots over the South African tour. He let the, 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 the Springboks uh, tour uh, yeah. New Zealand. Yep, Muldoon let apartheid South Africa play rugby in New Zealand. Which personally, I'm not opposed to anyway. I don't think sport and politics should mix. Yeah, he wasn't a also a a big believer in uh, LGBT rights either. Oh no, of course not. Um, huge believer in socialist policies, though. There's probably going to be a few people in this chat, maybe uh, Hadron, who'd probably a uh, likes the idea of uh, Robert Muldoon's uh, national socialist policies. <laughs> Yeah, well, trade deficits and surpluses don't actually matter anyway. Now, obviously, uh, inflation, it uh, it goes, an increase in the money supply, it goes into inflating house prices uh, first. And a so, uh, is inflation in Australia, is housing included in the um, consumer price index? I've called the Consumer Price Index, which is a it's a basket of uh, consumer goods. Uh, yeah, housing is not included, not to my knowledge. So no, so uh, uh, so despite being in double digit inflationary, it's not actually in the inflation figures. Yeah, so uh, Scott Morrison, a uh, on uh, Thursday morning, he said that uh, the best way the government so could support renters was to help them uh, purchase a home. So the federal government, uh, so it's they promoted 8.6 billion in temporary measures to address the cost of living uh, pressures, but little in the way of direct rent rent relief. Uh, so his solution was if you if your rent's too high. The rent is too damn high, then you uh, just buy a house. And they've got this uh, program, which they've uh, added some extra funds to, uh, this uh, uh, new home guarantee uh, scheme where you can apply uh, to the, the federal government to a, a get you a, a first home with little as a 5% uh, deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, the thing is, even um, these things to help those who are shut out of the housing market only throws fuel on the fire anyway. Um, so, I mean, it sounds attractive in the sense that you care for those who are locked out of the market, but um, you're just making them uh, the ownership of the home once you've got it completely unsustainable. 
um, which was really the leading cause of the subprime crisis in 2008, which led to the global financial crisis uh, because government policy was effectively forcing lenders to lend money to people who had no chance of paying back uh, their mortgages and then crash. Uh, so, yeah, Scott Morrison uh, sa uh, suggested this in an, an interview on the Today Show. And uh, so he obviously is uh, back doing uh, media now because on uh, Wednesday night he, he pulled out of an interview on 7.30 with Lee Sales because he said he was double booked. He forgot that he was going to Shane Warne's uh, memorial at the, the Melbourne Cricket Ground where he got booed. I wonder if... <laughs> Wonder if you thought, yeah, maybe I should have gone on seven thirty with with Lee Sales because I played last night uh, the uh, the piece uh, that seven thirty ran in the place of the Scott Morrison in interview, which was uh, Conchetta Veravanti Wells' uh, speech. Uh, the uh, she's been dumped uh, from the New South Wales Coalition's uh, Senate ticket from a winning position, and she called Scott Morrison basically a fake Christian a fake conservative and a bullying autocrat of the, the high, highest order, even took a whack at his Hillsong church and uh, and uh, made the, uh, the the underlying accusation that he got his pre-selection in the seat of Cook by playing the race card. Mm. Wow. Uh, and, uh, mm. No, sorry. I, yeah. Yeah, and, I almost uh, said something stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, Scott Morrison, he's got to deal with uh, another uh, scandal. Uh, John Bernard uh, uh, Korowitz, uh, they're the TikTok uh, guy and also host of the Barbecue uh, Bulletin uh, news breaks, also asked Scott Morrison about a new cabinet leak. Prime Minister, there's reports that a member of your cabinet has leaked nude images of you online. Uh, would you agree that this is a bad look heading into the next federal election? Well, I don't know who you're referring to um, or the basis of what you've put to me, um, but I obviously don't agree with it and I don't think that's my record. Yes. Last I thing. mean, middle-aged, balding, grey-haired white men, there's a lot of them around. It's... No, yeah, no, so, no. so so yeah, that's not a real uh, not a real uh, revelation. Uh, that's an April Fool's Day joke. And yes, uh, oh. uh, 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 yeah, John uh, uh, John Bernard he did a what is he, he he I can't believe he like I, I I'm not sure if he does his own what is it photoshopping, but he took a photo of uh, Scott Morrison uh, in his budgie smugglers and then put like a skin blur over it. To make it look like he was nude. <laughs> Scott Morrison wears budgie smugglers. Yes, that was a, that that was a a Photoshop version of when he was uh, snapped. I think by the Daily Mail uh, at the. Oh my god, he's no Tony Ebert. No, but it wasn't as bad as uh, I think a lot of us feared because. Uh, the reason why male politicians wear the the suits because it hides the gut, and Scott Morrison's got a big gut. But yeah, that wasn't as yeah. He's no yeah. He's no Peter Malinowskis. Put it put it put it put it like that. 
<laughs> new uh, Chad Premier of, of South Australia, who, well, after he, uh, he did a, a shirtless dip in the, the pool, he's, he's, his poll numbers went like boing like that and won the election. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to look him up. But uh, he is, is on, on a more serious note, uh, Scott Morrison's uh, a home own, home ownership advice was much better than uh, uh, Joe Hockey's uh, home home ownership advice uh, following the 2014 budget. He said uh, to, uh, to to get a, uh, to buy a home first, you need to get a a, a good job. Uh, that pays good money, and then you can go to the bank for a bank loan because you know that uh, good jobs that pay good money they they grow on trees. Yeah, well, I mean it's very simplistic advice. And in that 2014 budget, they actually uh, because uh, John Howard in 2001 to when uh, petrol was uh, breaching a dollar a litre, he froze the indexation on the fuel excise and the uh, uh, Joe Hockey, when he was the treasurer under Prime Minister Tony Abbott, uh, they re-indexed uh, the, uh, the fuel excise and so the price of petrol went up and his response was uh, that uh, this had hurt uh, poor uh, income uh, households. He said, well, the poorest people either don't drive or uh, they don't drive very far. Oh, well, the fact is that the poorer people tend to live on the um, outside. Yeah, they live in the outer suburbs um, and they drive further than people with high incomes. Uh, now, uh, obviously, uh, with uh, interest rates uh, continuing to be low in uh, Australia, uh, it doesn't matter what a fiscal cost of cost of living easing uh, there is, because the the money supply is still going to be inflated. What's the fl- inflation figure got up to now? I think it was. Uh, I'd ha- I'd have to look it up. Uh, Australia's. It's um, it's still significantly lower than most other Western countries. 7.1% in the US, 6% in New Zealand, likely to go up to 8.5. I think the the forecast uh, inflation is 4.9%. So it's well above the the 2% to 3% that the Reserve Bank likes to. But... uh, you know uh, why should why uh, we should be uh, excited for the future of the Reserve Bank uh, because they've just appointed uh, their first female deputy governor, Michelle Bullock, and and so that's who that's ironically has a surname that uh, also matches a male appendage. I wasn't thinking thinking like that. Uh, but uh, it reminds me of when uh, I think it was uh, Peter Ducey, uh the the Fox News uh, White House correspondent, asked us uh, Jen Psaki about the the, the GameStop uh, shorting. I, I'm not sure if you remember that uh, that phenomena uh, last year, uh, where all of these uh, amateur amateur uh, stock traders uh, ruined all these shorters, and uh, Jen Psaki was. Uh, 
uh, well, I'll have to circle back with you, but uh, uh, Biden's uh, appointed uh, the, the first female uh, Secretary of the Treasury and Jan Janet Yellen. And she was also oh. a former Federal Reserve Chair. Um, and he's also trying to get appointed the first black woman to the Supreme Court. Um, did he have to pick the stupidest one in the country? Uh, well, he did pick the uh, stupidest uh, woman of colour to be his vice president in Kamala Harris. So. <laughs> uh, Kamala was busy, so we got the second stupidest one for the Supreme Court. Yes, who, well, she's not a biologist, so she she doesn't know. Uh, doesn't she doesn't know. Doesn't what a know woman is. Is. Um, she doesn't know how destructive child pornography is. Or she thinks that, well, uh, three months is the, what is it, appropriate, uh, well, is, is appropriate deterrence, which it, it wasn't. Um, considering uh, the states with mandatory minimum sentences of five years. Hmm. Uh, but apparently uh, Anthony Albanese must be a biologist because he said that uh, men can't have babies uh, in a recent uh, interview. In the Daily Telegraph with Joe Hildebrand, he was he was asked, "Can men have babies?" To which Albanese responded, "No." Some social media users suggested his answer was transphobic and questioned why he didn't respond, "Yes," because there's transgender men who give birth, like a handful of them. I mean, well, there's still a freak show on the front page. Biological women who have. Uh, had medical interventions to live as men, but still have their uh, female reproductive organs. I'd like to see them um, have their, their male operation completed while pregnant. That'll be interesting. See if they can give birth to a hand. Uh, we had a, because it only made the news. Oh, no. Yes, uh, uh, New South Wales uh, ha has uh, unveiled rainbow birth certificates to celebrate uh, diversity. New South Wales Register Amanda uh, Iana uh, said the certificate reflected the New South Wales government's support, commitment to promoting inclu inc inclusivity and diversity, and was also part of the uh, Sydney's 2022 Mardi Gras uh, festival. Um, so in to uh, promoting diversity and inclusivity, she's basically legislating that it's legal to forge and falsify your birth certificate. But the thing is, I'll have to change it to the flag that's got the black and the brown chevron and the blue and the white because she'll be getting accused of being transphobic. And and not only can you. Uh, uh, have this birth certificate uh, reflect your uh, gender diversity, but it has uh, a colorful, uh, a different colors, and uh, also has uh, native animals on it as well, genderless native animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what half of the people who uh, march in these Mardi Gras look like these days. In Victoria, we do have a, a, gov a government legislated a, a, a gender, you, you can have a gender fluid uh, non binary 
uh, birth certificate. You can change the gender on your birth certificate to whatever you like uh, every year, as long as the gender is not obscene. It's not obscene. Yeah, so I don't know if a tech helicopter would be considered obscene if you change your gender to that. I've tried using me slash I, um, but nobody gets it. Well, there's also the, what is that? Uh, because obviously there's uh, uh, Miss, Mrs. and, and Mr., the, the gendered uh, titles, but now there's Mix. See, I was actually just thinking about that the other day. In a sense, we used to have a form of pronouns um, in the title that you had based on your marital status as a woman. Um, and I'm not I don't actually feel comfortable using those these days. Like, I mean, the, the practice of using your um, marital honorific before your last name is very rarely done well people our age anyway um if i'm bringing a package to a customer i don't say mrs so-and-so i just say the surname or the first name depending which one's easier to say um and yeah it, it, it's just no way of knowing who's married or miss or i mean do, do you um pass the parcel to miss someone if she's ugly and misses someone if she's old or Ms. if she's got one eyebrow it's just not possible these days yeah and uh obviously with the the industry you uh work in um you know a potential uh, misgendering of a customer could go to you know up the chain well considering the number of people within it who um uh complain about being misgendered because we had, uh, we mentioned GameStop before. A number of years back, we had uh, GameStop Ma'am, who uh, got really angry uh, when a GameStop employee allegedly called them Sir and said it's Ma'am. I remember that, yes. Yeah. Um, I have... a, a relative of mine um, has recently started using he, him pronouns because being in the early childhood sector, um, everyone assumes he's a woman when he emails. <laughs> well, a lot of our commenters uh, use names that uh, that don't uh, necessarily uh, scream out gender. Hadron, anti-bullying, uh, Kreshko, Kreshko, uh, Krishma. So uh, just so we uh, use, you know, don't misgender you. Uh, obviously, I assume that uh, uh, Lady of Shallot is a lady, uh, but put your uh, pronouns in the, in the, in the chat there uh, so we know, uh, know how to refer to you. Because one of our regular super chatters, Clark E, we assume because uh, the name sounded like Clark uh, was a man, but it was actually a, a woman. So we're very apologetic uh, since our uh, a super, a super chatter. Uh, so mm. Not just the uh, common viewer. Uh, Kreshko said, uh, my pronoun is Lord. A savage noble and merry peasants. I'm not going to, to, to read out uh, their um, preferred pronoun. <laughs> I might put it on the screen. <laughs> I'm up there anyway. 
Uh, oh, no, I it, discovered that there's a charity out there. I presume that they use cars to raise funds. Um, it's called Cruise for Kids. It's what? It's called Cruise for Kids. Cruise, and they raise cruise. money for children. I presume they do it by driving around cars, but it doesn't really change the um, uh, duplicate interpretations of cruising for kids. Uh, a yeah. hydrogen is a boy's name, uh, for fuck's sake. Oh, well, I've two thousand years name. ago, yeah, that name hadron before, so it, it's fallen out of favor over the last two millennia. Mm. Uh, so, yes, uh, but uh, we're not going to get, uh, uh, I think, uh, many, many complaints from people in our chat if we uh, accidentally misgender them. Obviously, Colin Penfolds is, well, Colin is, I don't think it can be a lady's name. I got an email from the union, the lady used she, her uh, pronoun. And that's common, you're banned from Twitter now, that, but uh, so many people have. Oh, yeah, been... that's, it's, it's all through business and HR departments and education and just about everywhere, actually. Um, I have the option to use a pronoun at my workplace. Obviously, I don't do it because it's nonsense. Yeah, on a more serious, I think I think we've milked that one enough now. Can yeah, we take yeah. Can we take a stab at racism now? Oh, why has there been some racism? Uh, yes, it has. Uh, from. Oh, actually, someone's gone to jail for racism. I don't know if you included this, so I might just have to. Uh, oh, well, it it's, a, it's not a it's not a, uh, a a Tasman issue. It is an Anglo Spear issue. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to. Okay, uh, I, I want to cover that uh, that story that you got attacked for for apparently. What is that? A well, um, you got okay, accused. Okay. Yeah, you got accused of celebrating someone's death, even though you were just making the point that their well, their unhealthy lifestyle was uh, was the the trigger for their death, most likely. So, Massey University academic Cat, how do you say this? Uh, it's Cat Pause. Yeah, um, like like Sue, uh, Sue Wild, uh, Susie Wiles, she's just likes to make herself look even more ridiculous. I mean, for fuck's sakes, everybody knows that vertical stripes are slimming. I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think, given the the size she was, because we've got to use her in the past tense, was going to disguise that, especially with her wearing a well a sleeveless sleeveless dress yeah yeah and then wearing pants underneath well tights black, black tights black black women wear those. Well, it, it, it actually looks like she's she had small small legs because black is slimming looks like she's got tiny tiny legs or maybe she's got diabetes and she's trying to cover that up <laughs> well she's almost certainly got diabetes um yeah, so uh, probably, you know, you wonder how soon is too soon sometimes to um, make fun of a tragedy. 
Apparently, well, six hours after stuff puts up the article is a bit soon. Well, were you making fun of it? Because I, 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 I was. It just, it just, it just seems to me that well, because she researched, uh, yeah, uh, explored the impacts of uh, fat sigma, uh, fat. She was a. Stigma. She had a doctorate on fat stigma. Yes. Um, she came yeah. out of that in 2012. I didn't think that was particularly necessary. <laughs> came it's out like fucking that. Graham Norton coming out as gay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't there a, a song called Big Girl, You Are Beautiful? Um, Queen did big bottom girls make the rocking world go round. Oh, you know, a big bottom is different from o obesity. I mean, a, obviously, uh, Kim Card Kim Kardashian, uh, she really made the the big booty a what is it a well sexual selling point. And then there was what is it Nicki Minaj's song Anaconda uh, celebrating. Uh, 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 bu uh, uh, buns. What is that? Yeah. Mm. But yes. Uh, so. But I mean, my view on this is, well, my justification for having a go at her as soon as she dropped was, um, she's just basic. Um, you know, the harm that she caused to other people, like impressionable young SJW woman who haven't gone got a job yet uh, go and rack up a massive student loan and the tens of thousands of dollars so they're, now they're qualified on fat studies and then they're going to go looking for a job with that at least with a at least with a useless communications degree it's ambiguous enough to not make you look like a lunatic radical but if you go into a job, say, I'm looking for my first job. And by the way, I just spent three years writing about fat studies. I'm going to hopefully kick them out the door if they can fit. Um, but I'm certainly not going to employ them. And then there's the other harm in which, um, you know, there will be plenty of people who aspire to be like her, judging by the hate that I got for taking the piss out of her. Um, and so they're going to become fat themselves and probably die. Well, she died at 42. Well, it doesn't sleep. take much effort to be fat. Uh, you just don't exercise, no. uh, eat uh, lots of uh, fatty, uh, salty and uh, sugary foods. I mean, it's, it's much more these days. It takes a lot, a lot more work to be healthy. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, I've, I, I, even I've started putting it on a belly over the last couple of years. So I've got off to the gym. Um, I recognize that for some people, it is harder to stay slim. There's genetic reasons, or maybe oh, that's, were that's all. Um, I, uh, most of the time, you know, gland problems, it's just uh, uh, excuses. Oh, well, it is. And it, and it still comes down to personal responsibility. And I know that it's harder for some people to take personal responsibility than others, just like it's, it's you know, me losing my little belly is nowhere near as difficult as it would be for her well, to lose. You know, we're we're, we're Personal but, responsibility yeah, is... Yeah, but, I mean, the point is, what's the solution? 
it's still going to the gym and doing something about it, even if it's harder for you, rather than sitting on your fat ass and complaining about how unfair the world is and uh, going around the world um, promoting uh, that you get treated nice nicer when you go see the GP instead of getting told the truth that, that you're fat and you're not going to live much longer. Uh, Crescio said, I don't think Pfizer mixes well with that body type. Well, uh, I don't think a, a, a COVID vaccine is going to cure her uh, obesity. Um, and it's being, being obese. Not while she's alive. Yeah, not, not good for her immune system either. And while she was alive during the pandemic, she probably wore a mask, which is not going to... I still see because... But she mask... probably had to get out of the rubbish bag section so yeah. it fit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like masks are, are optional in, in most settings now uh, in Australia. I... I still can't believe there's fat people uh, with uh, wear, wearing masks like at the grocery stores and that. And what is it? Yeah, they they they, they buy <laughs> junk food as well. It's like um, if you're worried about your are health, they, are they trying to ensure that there's times of the day where they can't put food in their mouth? It it, it doesn't seem to work like that. <laughs> the, the 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 virus. Remember, the virus is not a not a risk when you're eating and drinking. No, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, and masks. If uh, yeah, mask wouldn't disguise like just like the her like uh, her dress uh, doesn't disguise like you can still see if a person's if a person's fat even with a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe if she cut holes out of a box. Uh, but on to, uh, well, uh, moving on to more alarming uh, health uh, developments, uh, the uh, triple uh, zero uh, red alert uh, crisis continues in Victoria. There was a, another code red uh, for part of uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, due to high uh, demand, uh, so uh, this is, I think, the, the second time it's happened in six months. So, just 1% of Melbourne ambulances were available to, to meet high demand. And uh, a, we had a, a Nick McKenzie who, and Joel Tozer, they actually did some serious uh, journalism on 60 Minutes uh, last month when they uh, revealed that 12 Victorians uh, had died uh, waiting for for triple O uh, responses over the past uh, uh, six months, and of course uh, the Victorian government just uh, said it's uh, it's uh, you know uh, the the pandemic. Uh, but even though the what is it we're in year three of the the, the pandemic, you're still. It was actually two years ago that uh, Dan Andrews announced that there was going to be uh, four thousand ICU beds to to help uh, uh, help the help help the health system cope with with COVID. That was obviously an April Fool's Day uh, joke. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, apparently, well, we still needed uh, six lockdowns to uh, to, uh, to protect the, the the health system, even though it got, uh, didn't get anywhere near to, what is it, if, well, it didn't even get close to 4,000 in, in ICU. Uh, so we had a uh, the 
uh, CEO of the the ambulance uh, union. Uh, oh, sorry, Victorian Ambulance Union Secretary Denny Hill. Uh, he said that a combination of factors has led to the declaration, including staff furloughs because of COVID nineteen. Again, the uh, close contacts definition. Apparently, uh, the uh, the various states and territories are going to free close contacts from isolation at the end of April after the BS2, sorry, BA2 wave is over. So this meant that ambulances were forced to wait to, to ramp up. But at the end of the day, we're just seeing so many people dial triple zero and a lot of it is for deferred care. A lot of parat paramedics are telling me that patients are not up to date with their preventative measures on their health. They may not have stockpiles of Ventolin, things like that, and they haven't got back into the routine of regularly seeing their uh, GP. Despite repeated pleas uh, to phone triple zero only for emergencies, he'll said patients uh, continue to call for not urgent cares. There's a level of frustration. The paramedics go to work because they want to help save lives and they can't because they're either ramped at a hospital or they're tied up in non-urgent calls or being used as a taxi. Well, it it's actually takes quite a long time to get a GP appointment these days. Um, a, about a week on average to be able to see my GP. Well, again, it's because of the, the catch-up uh, because everyone was too scared to, to go in for... Uh, treatment during the, the lockdown. So there's this backlog now. Yeah, yeah. Caused by, by the um, government. I mean, they've exacerbated. Like yeah, in trying uh, to mental health, the same. It takes, take, I, I've got a, I finally got an appointment with a mental health specialist next week. Um, I made the appointment four months ago. Well, uh, mental health uh, services are overwhelmed at the moment because of the, the mental health uh, burden uh, that was created because of lockdown. So to supposedly mm. prevent a public health emergency, the lockdowns have caused more public health emergencies and put our healthcare system under more strain. Yeah, Again, and this is... the lack of um, immunity immunization and natural immunity to things such as a common cold and the flu are probably going to floor floor the health system again for this winter season well that's what uh the the health authorities are now uh, are now fearing a fluorona epidemic in in winter and uh I, they they've made it so that uh, uh those getting their fourth uh fourth dose their winter dose can get the flu jab at the same time so I don't know if it's like a multi-needle thing, but yeah. Uh, Colin says, do you think someone could, uh, uh, could agoraphobia due to lockdowns? Yep. Yep, it's quite yeah. possible. Agoraphobia is essentially um, anxiety that restricts you into the house. Uh, but uh, uh, I think the uh, Victorian Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commission, I think they figured out the, the real issue with uh, Victoria's ambulance uh, crisis, and that is uh, workplace uh, equality, uh, because uh, apparently uh, there's uh, uh, too much of a boys' club uh, in the uh, ambulance, uh, 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 Victorian ambulance uh, uh, industry. Uh, so there's uh, ongoing barriers that impede access to promotion and progression for women and workers from diverse backgrounds. 
uh, correspondingly, there is a need to proactively increase diversity across the organization and in particular need to increase the representation of women in senior operational and specialist uh, clinical uh, roles there. So this diversity and intersectionality crap really is just individualism for people that can't think through an idea to its proper conclusion. Um, if you're going to decide we want to have the ultimate diverse workplace, so we want black women, black men, uh, maybe disabled people, maybe a black lesbian with three children on her own and one leg. Um, there's so many personality and situations that you can divide people up into until eventually they're so nuanced and minute, you've got individualism. And there is nothing more divert. Uh, 1,000 individuals is instantly more diverse than 10 identity groups with 1,000 people in total. I mean, uh, we're going to get probably more of this if there's a, a federal uh, Albanese government. Uh, they had, uh, as part of their, their budget, reply a, a special women's uh, budget. Uh, uh, so again, Anthony Albanese, uh, he seems to uh, believe in the, the gender binary uh, quite, uh, 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 quite significantly. I mean... He said before that uh, uh, men can't get uh, men can't have babies. Uh, I'm not sure if he also said that uh, women can't have penises. I know that there's a British MP who's going to be um, uh, disciplined for that. Is going to get a political bitch slapping. Yeah, it's the same message, but not presented as well. Needs better marketing. We're in a federal election limbo because Scott Morrison hasn't uh, called uh, the election. He uh, he could call it this weekend, but uh, the, the New South Wales uh, Liberal Party division still doesn't have uh, uh, candidates because Scott Morrison's ally on a, the New South Wales State Executive, Alex Hawke, has delayed pre-selections to save his own pre-selection. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're still, how can he call the election when they're still not candidates? So at the 2019 federal election, there was a nine-day gap between the budget and the calling of the election. It could be the same here. Albo, when he's... Uh, they don't have much time legally to do it. Well, it's going to be in a Saturday in May. We just don't know which May, which, uh, because we're planning a, a federal election uh night live stream we've got to you know lock in a, a date and so we can start planning and inviting in, in inviting uh panelists uh, to come on uh, there's going to be you on it uh we're also going to have uh kyle kutazi uh who has been a regular on uh, uh wilmsfront uh, who is board member of the hr nickel society and uh lawyer uh by day in uh new south wales uh, we're also going to have uh, Barclay McGain on uh, as well. The uh, the uh, who is uh, his alter ego is uh, Captain Cancel, uh, who uh, cancels a, a offensive uh, products at the supermarket. He had a victory recently uh, with uh, McCain's uh, renaming their man-sized frozen meals to pub-sized. I was wondering how long that would take. Um, okay, so 
he didn't have anything to do with coon cheese then, did he? Well, Captain Cancer was born uh, born after that because you can't stop can't stop at uh, coon cheese and uh, uh, redskins and uh, ch- uh, uh, chocos. Uh, you got to the the Captain but you Cancer. You can still buy you can still buy kaffir lime leaves. What's offensive about that? Well, in South Africa, kaffir is what the uh, whites called the natives. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know uh, but also that... a kaffir is a non-Muslim to Muslim people, and that's not considered offensive. And uh, kaffir is um, an ethnic group in Sri Lanka, which I suspect is where the lime leaves come from. Uh, so maybe that's how we get away with it. We've made it well beyond an, an hour, even though we sort of had not much to talk about. But it's it's kind of good when because I mentioned went through most of the budget stuff in Special Tim's News Explosion last night. It's it's good uh, in like have, in some episodes just having a light light on the topics and just allowing free flowing com- conversations. Thank you to all of our audience who are stuck with us. It's your last chance. Thank to you send for being patient. Chat. That, that, it's, I found that actually, if you're not on purpose uh, late, like the, the audience does because they're sort of wondering what's going on. Like uh, people were wondering that uh, if you were okay or <laughs> that sort of thing, it builds sort of the suspense. It's like, I've got to, is there going to be a show? I've got to tune in to see what's, what's, what's exactly happened. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I was okay. Well, I was okay for somebody who can't work a bloody microphone. Well, you need to. Well, I, I've I still have issues with uh, uh, Streamyard. Uh, I think it's just uh, I need to upgrade my Mac. But uh, my yeah, I found that Macs once I've got used to it are so much easier to operate than uh, Windows personal uh, computers with their what is it? They've got a slot for everything. Hmm. Uh, and, and I've always used um, Windows, so um, yeah, I'm not going to change. Yeah, uh, Microsoft needs to give uh, a Windows it's uh, a booster shot. <laughs> Have you got your booster shot yet? Nah, fuck that. I'm not doing it get, if I don't have to. Are you going to get the flu jab? I Yeah, I always get flu jabs. I don't. Yeah. Oh, there is a um, question on Savage Nobles and Merry Peasants. Did you put it in entropy? I'll have to scroll up. All right. Okay. <laughs> Where was it? There's nothing there's nothing uh, that I put in entropy. Okay. Um you didn't put the question up with without a question mark at the end, did you? Because flu jabs are gay, Mister Barry. I've I've had much gayer jabs before. All right, we can't find your question, uh, Mary Peasant. So we're going to call 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 it a night. But thanks for your support as always. Thank you to everyone. I'll be back on Monday uh, for a special Wilms front with uh, John uh, Steinoff of the uh, Human Rights 
Laura Alliance, the A's principal lawyer at the Christian-based legal defense organization, uh, part of the Australian uh, Christian lobby. And then next Thursday, I'm going to uh, have Anthony uh, Lee of the uh, Melbourne Freedom Rally, one of the uh, the speakers there who, well, it was going to be interesting because today he said that uh, he's now communist and stands with uh, Dan Andrews. I'm sure that was an April Fool's Day joke just like I'm sure that uh, Vegemite Tim Tams is an April Fool's Day joke. But though there was legit uh, a few years back Vegemite Cadbury chocolate. Uh, you can get Vegemite and cheese rolls at Cold's Bakery. So those are quite. Well, nice, that's that's but... a bit different. You put Vegemite on uh, on bread. That's that's quite normal. Uh, and also uh, this, this weekend, if you're in New South Wales, Tasmania, South Australia, uh, Victoria and the ACT, you need to turn back time, uh, an hour back for daylight savings. So, so New South Wales, their government, their meme was, if I could turn back time, you can and should this weekend. Daylight saving ends on Sunday, April 3rd. Oh, that's good. An yeah. extra um, hour of sleep. Yes. So, so, but it's all automatic these days. If you have all digital uh, watches and yeah. yeah, just does it for you yeah. automatically. But enjoy the 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 extra hour, and probably yeah, next week it'll you know, probably just be automatically cold and uh, <laughs> be dark at like five thirty because it always seems to happen with the end of daylight savings. It just switches to an early winter. Mm, mm. all right good night everybody thanks for watching i'll see you next Thank week you. see you later thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of trad tasman talk to keep up with the latest real news and analysis from the tasman nations visit the young shackles.net and rightminds.nz